Hi guys, welcome to Deconversion Therapy, the podcast. This is Karen. I'm sorry, this is Bonnie. <laughs> this I'm looking at Bonnie. Karen. <laughs> For people who say we sound alike, that's going to be, um, so love that. uh, we're just going to get to it right now. Catch us on all the social things. You know what they are, but my favorite are Instagram and the TikTok. Um and then we have a P.O. box. So if you feel like mailing us some letters from Jehovah's Witness, um, isn't that who they come from? The little fake handwritten ones? I think I think you get the I think the Mormons are covering that area too. Yeah. I think people are going back to the old pen and paper. But to avoid COVID, what if they just sort of breathe on it a lot <laughs> and you open it and the COVID goes everywhere? Oh, my gosh. So anyway, so we have a P.O. box and it's in our website details. So there's the boring stuff. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Please. I'm the one that's near the P.O. <laughs> box. So uh, No anthrax. And we can do unboxing or oh. unlettering yeah. videos. Uh, and hey, we've got our, our Zoom parties. Don't forget those for sponsors. We really appreciate our sponsors. Helps us keep going. Doodly do. Bam, bam. That's it. Got nothing else. Oh, wait. No, I forgot to say. Um, we have our Amazon affiliate stuff, but we also have bookshop.org, which is an alternative one, and their proceeds go to local independent bookstores. So oh, cool. no Bezos if you're not into Bezos. Oh, well, um, what are we going to talk about today? Tell me what know. it's called. <laughs> It's called, <laughs> we've got <laughs> church <laughs> bulletin, which means we gather all like the craziest stuff that's been happening related to the church in the last few weeks. And, and then we just tell you how ridiculous it is. Uh, we have s- quite a few that are delightful. Yeah, because we're just coming off Easter, which is, you know, the Super Bowl of religion. No, I was just trying to find some statistics because we know that the church attendance is decreasing, but I want to see the Easter stats. So so there are no Easter stats for this year yet, but all the other ones that you see, it's like twice as much. I thought at least Christmas would get close to Easter attendance, but no. no. Mm Mm-mm crazy. It's like we love death <laughs> more than we do Jesus' birth. Anyway, I'm interested to see what the stats are going to be um, this whenever is, they come out. This is kind of fun, too, because I prepared this a while ago, my little portion of this show. And, you know, I have no memory. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fun thing to read for the first time. <laughs> so forgive me if it sounds... We're doing- a blind reading. You've been in improv, so I feel you can do it. Um, I but I can't say, read. On TikTok, I've put some statistics about, you know, the decrease in church attendance. And I have this one account who is sort of like the um, Amy Poehler in Mean Girls, like, I'm the cool Christian. Yeah. So it'll be like, oh, this is so funny. I'm a Christian, but I love this. So when I put the decreasing, you know, statistics from Pew Research or even Christian organizations up, they're like, you know, I 
I have seen things where the church is actually exploding in attendance. I'm like, post it. Let me see. (laughs) I'm ready. You know, and they just say, I'm just saying. No, that's the way. And I'm like, you're hearing it from your pastor or Christian radio. Well, or maybe you're hearing it from whatever the source was that the last president used to say things. I'm hearing. (laughs) (laughs) I've been told. (laughs) Okay. All right. So let's just go ahead and start this off. On even though it's after 420, let's let's do some 420 vibes with a so-called, I don't know if he's a pastor of anyone, but he's definitely ordained and he calls himself a pastor, and his name is Craig Gross. Mm. And that's all you need to know. And he's he's young, he's got the youth group hairdo thing. Um, I product. don't know where he lives. <laughs> it's a lot of product. product. Okay. And he is now being known as the pot pastor, or that's how he's branding himself, because he has started a cannabis service towards wow. Christians. It's called Christian Cannabis. But the best part, oh, there's too many best parts. The best part is that his little logo, mm-hmm. it says Christian Cannabis, and then it's got the dove, like, you know, <laughs> how all the churches have the dove, and instead of the fig leaf, no. I will let you guess. <laughs> he smokes the marijuana like a cigarette. <laughs> That's right. And then, uh, so supposedly, <clears throat> so supposedly this Craig guy, you know, he, he always thought what everyone did, that marijuana was was the devil sticks and he avoided them but then he had some it said physical ills Uh and i'm like (laughs) name them what are they (laughs) that's like feels (laughs) i've got all the feels i have all the ills (laughs) so he had uh some some physical ailing situations and i think he was anxious and anyway tried pot and I just love everything he says about it. He says, I'm realizing I needed to slow down a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And when you slow down, you start to see things a bit more. I'm like, yes, Mm -hmm. that's pie. It slows you down. (laughs) Then you see things. And so he says that it sort of opens you up to God. Of course it does. And it makes you feel one, and it lets you hear God's voice. I'm like, sure, sure it does. And I bet God's voice is very much like the Big Lebowski's, (laughs) which we've we've done a thing on. Pretty sure God's voice sounds like Seth Rogen. (laughs) (laughs) When you're on pot. Who also sells it. (laughs) But this guy... uh, So pot, supposedly, nothing new to, like, religion and Christianity and all that. And there actually used to be in L.A., you probably used to go to it, um, something called Temple 420. No. And it held Sunday (laughs) services at Mm. 420. (laughs) And it sold marijuana. But, like, in 2006, it was quickly shut down. And then the founder of it, also named Craig, mm-hmm. was arrested because he was selling, of course, the marijuana, but it was illegal then, all that. But this new Craig, 
he sees himself as bringing cannabis to mainstream Christians. And he wants to help them explore their spirituality by smoking before prayer Mm -hmm. or just using it recreationally without shame, which, you know what, you can do. But this guy... This guy's like, you know what? I see the statistics that people, even Christians, are all for having marijuana legalized. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to jump on it because now, if you put in cannabis or marijuana and Christian, his website's going to come up first. And people are going to feel better buying it from a Christian like they always do. Like, I, my plumber's Christian. Like, it makes it all better for some reason. (laughs) Right, right. (sighs) So that's what he's doing. But some of his quotes, he says, it takes you down a path that looks spiritual, but it looks different than your mom's church. We just have to be open, (laughs) I think, to presenting the gospel and presenting the spirit in different ways. Like, why do you even need Christianity for this trip? I don't know. Hmm. But guess what he's also going to do? He is going to have products like cannabis communion wafers <laughs> and holy holy water tincture and cannabis incense sticks. So huh. he's just a total douche trying to make money. Sure, that makes sense. Um Let me also tell you that when I was in Los Angeles, I went to this guy's house one night for a party, and it was as though he was trying to um, proselytize to me about pot. He's like, okay, I'm going to send you home with this. And I'm like, no, 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 you're not. I'm going to be driving home. You're not going to send me home with any pot. He's like, okay, well, at least take this menu. I'm like, what? So like a million years ago out there, there was a service that delivered it to you, and they had a menu of all the different types you could get. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I remember going down Venice Beach, and there being all the little kiosks, and they're like, doctor on site. <laughs> so you could go in there and be like, well, I have a hangnail. Here you go, medical marijuana. Yeah, that's so, recent, though. I'm talking about... Beef, the other millennium, like right, 1999. Right. There are ways around it. And, you know, if you look, I know a lot about Humboldt County because um, I have a friend who did a film on all the killings there. Uh, so that is where they would grow it. And it is. it was crazy then. I don't know if it's like that now, but it's like a different world. Well, let me throw my two cents in for legalizing marijuana. I don't smoke it. I don't know what it feels like. It's, it'd probably be the best thing for me because I'm a little anxious. But if you think about it, if I am Joe Schmo who just wants some pot, which I don't think anyone's ever overdosed on pot, right? I don't think so. Maybe one or two. No, (laughs) I don't know. But um, if I'm Joe Schmo who wants pot, I have to go to a drug dealer. And that drug dealer probably has other things because I've seen the movie Sisters. They bring out Mm -hmm. a big case and they have, you know, reds and cocaine and all those things. So (laughs) if you legalize marijuana, then it keeps you away from the drug dealer who has the harder stuff. Isn't that an okay thing? It's an okay thing. And it's an okay thing for the economy. And... Then once they legalize it, can they let out the people that they have put in jail for just having it or selling it? And the majority are people of color. I don't know. 
Um, but here's but, the thing. The part that concerns me is driving under the influence. I don't know how that... Oh, of course. That's, that's a very big gray situation. Well, it's got to be the same as drinking. Yeah. Like, they've got to have some type of rules. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, anyway, well, that's, okay. that's just so my... Back uh, to, go ahead. Back to, back to pot guy. So, back to pot guy. I mean, this. if you want to take it at face value, you're like, okay, this guy, that's a good thing. He's trying to take away the stigma. He seems like this is really, you know, who he is, what he's going to do. But then you read more of the articles, and I get a lot of things off um, religionnews.com, which is a great website for all this stuff. But then you see that he says... I know people are going to say that I am I'm the the pot pastor, but I am still the porn preacher also. <laughs> no. 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 So This guy oh, no. is branding, he's finding anything that's controversial in the Christian thing and he's trying to market it. Yeah. So he actually has a website that The tagline is, we create communities and affordable resources for those seeking freedom from unwanted sexual behavior and shame. So I get that. Like, there are Christians who have so much shame over porn and whatever they're watching and doing and all that. But the market for it, it's called the new XXX Church. No. The no. new triple X church. No. So there's just sort of like this ick feel to all of it. And you sign up, and yeah, you can get a lot of free resources, but it's also like sign up for our, you know, 10-month program, sign up for this, sign up for that. So it has like the 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 sales funnel within it. Yeah. Yeah. But why can't it just be called, you know, freedom from shame or help with porn? Why is it the triple X church? Like why? Yeah. Because of the Google. Because of the Google. (laughs) Ah. So they're going to find us. We're going to, we're going to pick these Google terms. They're going to come to us. That's right. So he, he seems to be quite quite the marketer of anything. So I can't wait to see what he comes up with next. Well, if you recall, when we were talking about Pete Holmes, he felt so close to like God, the universe, spiritualism, whatever, when he took magic mushrooms. So, you know, drugs do open you up to stuff. Not maybe not porn. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. How is he going to be like, okay, no porn. Because that was bad. But I'm also going to say, hey, there's something else that I do like. Right. So I'm going to take the shame away from that. He's just, you know. Yeah. I don't want to say cherry picking, but I don't think that's ever been used when we talk about Christians. But now (laughs) is the time. Okay. Well, here are a few things that are Easter themed. That's how I guess they made it into the news. Um, The first one, I just wanted you to know that uh, there's a picture in here waiting for you of a lady's foot and it's all wet and it's being held in the hand by somebody wearing a robe because there's (laughs) a church in Salem, Alabama, and they held a foot washing service in recognition of Easter Sunday. See, 
God doesn't want that. <laughs> God doesn't want it, but these people did. So what do you do? Do you like prepare your feet in advance, like cleaning your house before the housekeeper gets there? You fucking better. <laughs> well, her foot looks very nice and clean in this photo. What if? <laughs> so I assume they tell you we're going to do a certain foot washing. Yeah. And do you plant thing. the people whose feet are going to be naked? Like, okay, you might want to get a pedicure. Before Sunday. That's why pedicures get tipped. But also, what if you have like some people who never come and they show up for that? I know. That would be. Don't you just call (laughs) some alert line immediately? (laughs) Or some guy who's like, I want to take some photos of this. You've got like a surly surly family member who's being dragged to church for the first time in 10 years. Like, we need volunteers for foot washing. I am in. (laughs) Mike, get that corn really well. (laughs) Corns. God, why do they have to call them corns, too, by the way? I know. Anyway, um, so I just wanted you to know that that is still a thing. And it's happening. I mean, the Bible is is for yesterday, today, and forever. (laughs) There's there's another one that uh, baffled me, too. So I love that the UK has better articles than we do in their... um, in their publications, their newspapers, I guess. I don't know if the mirror is tabloid or if there's is, any legitimacy in it. Good enough. Ah, uh, we'll take okay, it. Okay, so um, so <laughs> there's no legitimacy <laughs> here. So we're a match. Um, so apparently, there's this guy, and he's a doctor, and he also studied to be a priest. So he has come up with the answer to why Jesus died. And everybody's like, um, well, so have I. <laughs> well, um, there's already an answer for that, and it's called the Bible. But no, it's not. A, it is a mystery, apparently, to him. So it says, <laughs> mystery of Christ's death solved. Jesus what? died from a fatal bleeding after dislocating yeah. his shoulder carrying the cross says this doctor. So retired what? neurologist Patrick Pulicino claims to have solved <laughs> Jesus's cause of death. Um, so it's the fatal bleeding. Um, okay, the Bible details how Jesus fell while carrying the cross before uh-huh. his side uh-huh. was later pierced by a Roman soldier's spear causing blood and water to shoot out. Water? Does water shoot I out mean- of your body? Yeah, you can get that. It's it's we would call it plasma now. Okay, Um, but I mean, how can they prove it's water? Was there someone there with a little cup? Just just water. I don't know. (laughs) So, um, so my my problem with this story is that he was working on the wrong mystery because I'd want to know like how did he come (laughs) out of that tomb three days later? He kind of buried the lead of the mystery. (laughs) And I mean, dislocating your shoulder doesn't cause you to bleed. I'm Internally, Karen. Internal bleeding. But then wouldn't he just die before they then put him up there? Because he was chatting away with his other two buddies up there. Was he? 
Uh, yeah, he was like, what you, you know, for? hey, thief, you can, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing here? <laughs> that was uh, wrong. All right. <laughs> that was not reverent. This guy, this guy, I guess, he's a star now. Dr. Pepperoncini <laughs> solves the, the real mystery that we've all wondered. Dr. Pepperoncini. Let's talk about our favorite lover, Sean fucking Voigt, and his noodle hair. So he decides, because of this don't say gay bill that has been going in Florida and then getting into all the other states, he just is like, how, how can I fit into this? How can I make merchandise and show myself publicly? So he decides since he's in California, he is going to go protest Disney because Disney is doing all the, um, they're putting gays here, there and everywhere, according to Sean Foyt. And they are promoting or, quote, grooming your kids. So outside the gates, he sets up a protest, brings a stupid guitar, makes people listen to him, and then all the other (laughs) QAnon weirdos (laughs) are showing up. And they're like, yeah, I'm down with Disney. Let's protest Disney. And I was listening to now one of my new favorite podcasts, QAnon Anonymous, that my friend Jake set me up on listening to and they were talking about this and how Sean Foyt is like you know my kids used to love Disney but we're not going to go anymore and they said yeah we know he's probably sneaking in and just (laughs) telling people he's goofy in his own Uh, homemade uh, costume uh, uh, or just regular Uh, So they're throwing around the whole grooming situation, which is disgusting, but they're not even, you know, they never had problems with the Little Mermaid and Snow White and Sleeping Beauty and all that. Oh, oh, where where they were kissed and it was (laughs) non-consensual? Right. The whole unconscious sleeping woman, um, they weren't, you know, they had no problems with anything that was like racist or etc but now that disney is saying that they're probably going to have a gay character and their reboot of the proud family they're throwing a fit which is not a good look because the proud family was one of disney's first all black cartoons is that their name that is their name okay they're like Joni Proud and Doodly Proud. But unfortunately, I but now it's like it. the kids' name. The kids would be the Proud Boys. That's not good. <gasps> good. <laughs> not good. I can see. It's all. It's all coming full circle. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, they're thinking we can't go into Disney because people are just gonna gonna gay all around us on Space Mountain. What does that or, mean? You know. <laughs> I don't gonna gay know. on me on Space they're Mountain. They're gonna gay them. And now they're saying, wait a minute, look at Mickey. Early Mickey, he had a wizard's hat. So see, there's witchcraft. Of course there's witchcraft. The whole Disney thing is like a wand with sparkles coming off. It's imagination. Disney's not stupid. They need to embrace the Disney's not stupid. They need to embrace everybody. Because they they are a money making mm -hmm. business. 
Well, Sean Foyt isn't because <laughs> his whole hold the line, now it's hold the line for kids. And I think he has shirts for that. So he's he's getting into the kids market there. But all these people protesting are also bringing their kids with them and just saying disgust. I mean, they're talking about rape and all this stuff and yelling it. Well, And I'm like, you have your little kid there. Dad, what's rape? Ugh. But growing up in the 80s, where we had lovely hair, it, we had Night of Joy at Disney World, where Whiteheart played and Petra. And if you're growing up Christian in the 80s, you had a night. And that was really, it was great. It was really cool. Um, I don't think they do that now. But this protest, of course, got into the news. And that's all he cares about. Sean Foote is like, you know what? We need to stand up for our children. This is happening to our children. Yeah. Oh, God. Once you also, once you make it for the children, then you've got people or some people. Right. And you've got the whole fucking QAnon people showing up because they still believe that kids are being smuggled and furniture sold on the Wayfair, you know, website. So they're already lost their minds, <laughs> but they can come together with Sean. Also, one of the Disney stars when she was a kid shows up, Taylor Dooley. And Taylor Dooley was in Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And something must have been going on on set because now she's like, yeah, you know, I don't do Disney anymore. It's just, it's gone over to Satan or whatever she's preaching. It's gone lava, over to Satan. It's okay. gone. Done gone. Um, but Shark Boy was Taylor Lautner, and he's also a conservative Christian. So I don't know what was going on on that set. But if you were a fan of that movie, just you know, <laughs> they're, they're foot washing all over the place now. Well, okay, let me tell you this bit too. This one doesn't isn't really so funny, but I think the tragedy of of what I'm going to tell you right now is okay. yeah. Um so as you and I have been talking over the years about this, I've always objected to when they put on shows in the church where somebody's dragging the cross and they've got to do a fake mm -hmm. little thing of being up there on the cross and you know that it's just somebody reenacting everything. And why do I need to see that? I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, the obsession yeah. with, and when I first moved back here, my mom was like, oh, we're going to go to Linda's church with her and we're going to see a reenactment. I'm like, oh, no. And we had to go into <laughs> the woods. And in hindsight, I'm like, there were snakes out there. Why did we have to go into the woods? And like, so they had this, you know, whole solemn thing where somebody was dragging the cross and then they did the reenactment. So I don't know. It's always just been unnecessary to me and it gets that emotional you know visceral reaction which is what they yeah, want well look how he suffered and you made him do that and don't you want to ask for forgiveness and and be a christian now he pass the offering plate well get ready because apparently um there was a university in nigeria this easter um a student there died during the Jesus crucifixion reenactment, and the audience thought it was part of the show. 
Of course. How Shit. shitty is that? You go through it's all disgusting. your life, you get to college, and then you're doing this useless, to my way of saying it, reenactment. Right, right. And um, they thought it was part of the performance. It says the unnamed undergraduate at Clarion Oh my goodness, what word is this? Clarion University of Nigeria. Um, he fell down during the Passion of the Christ performance. Um, the tragedy is said to have happened on Good Friday and people were watching the play. They first thought it was a joke and part of the performance. But then um, he started bleeding after falling and people realized it wasn't a joke and they took him to the hospital. Like, I, I just, and you know what? I can't imagine the family. Nope. And they're going to just be like, he was a martyr. And you know what I mean? I guess. They're going to twist it into this whole BS thing that is just, it. it is, it's all disgusting. Yeah. That's terrible. So anyway, I just, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I just, that one just baffles me. The whole reenactment has Absolutely. always gotten me. I just think it's because you can't really reenact it, so it's super cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just all about the music. Ugh, please. Okay. Oh, speaking of music, I was in a condo the other day, and it was getting painted, and the guy had his radio there, and it was a little boombox, so it was just a legitimate radio. It wasn't like he was streaming anything, mm-hmm. and there was a little static in it. So the owners were there, too, and they changed the radio station. So I'm helping out, and all of a sudden I realize they're asking for money, and it's a Christian station. And so here comes mm-hmm. the music, and I'm like, you guys realize you don't recognize any of these songs, right? Just because it comes in without <laughs> static doesn't mean you're obligated to keep the station on. Uh-huh. That's the devil no, in you. That's the devil. You couldn't be near. You were starting to burn. <laughs> so I came in like an hour later. I'm like, oh, you guys changed the station because Billy Joel was on. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> what a, any any other? But he didn't start the <laughs> he fire. He did. Any other bulletins to uh, announce? Okay, this is the last okay. one. We all know it. We've all seen it. We've all we're all the man in the plaid shirt. It is the people singing "God is Great" on a fucking flight where people oh. cannot jump out the window. They cannot open the exit. And it it went viral because the guy who did it, named Jack Jins Jr., it's a lot of (laughs) J's J's there, he, you know, put it on his Instagram, and now it's gone viral on TikTok and everywhere. So wait, who posted it? taken over. He did. Wait, wait. The main The guy who was playing the guitar for Jesus and subjecting the passengers to the music is the one who posted it? The leader of the the sort of outreach program. Oh, okay. okay. They went to Ukraine. Supposedly, they did bring groceries and you know all that good stuff. Um, but I'm sure it was a a pay for pray thing where they gave it and then they said, "Hey, can we pray for you?" Blah blah blah. But this guy who sang is like someone from Singapore, and I don't even hold accountable. The, the people who sang, because they would really, they're really into it. They bought into all this. 
I blame the airlines and the fucking leader, Jack Jens, who's only 25 years old. So he's, you know. Oh, no, I absolutely blame the people who are standing up with their guitar because I don't care what you're singing. If I'm sitting on an airplane (laughs) happily watching some dumb video and someone stands up to do anything for the group, like we did not all agree to this. No, I mean, I... That's it. No. I I don't want to see. If there's like a proposal and you can do it in three minutes or under, you get the plane. Yeah, You get an audience. Done. If if you're flying because, you know, you just got a heart transplant. Like if they want to announce someone's on the plane that something amazing happened. Nope. I'm all for that. That's non-consensual communication by guitar. I would not. No. Right. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even let Billy Joel do it. <laughs> I would protest if Billy Joel did it. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're thirty thousand feet in the air, but this isn't the first time Jack Jins Jr. has done this. He said um, that he also showed video where they did it on a train. Now on the plane, suppose he ended up because there was such backlash and I'll talk about that. But he said they actually asked the attendants and the pilots and they agreed because the Ukrainian people on the plane were very thankful for what they had done. And, um, who knows? I'm sure they were just like, oh, there are these do-gooders from America and they want to sing something. I don't know. But they're the ones that allowed it. And people got really mad. And in some comments are like, they should be arrested just like anyone else who is doing something on a plane. I don't know if they should get that far. But <laughs> no, they should but definitely. They should be sat down. <laughs> Sit down. So some of the, I looked at, you know, all the different articles about it, and I just found some great little headlines. So from Live and Let's Fly magazine, it says, Easy Jet to Blame for Tasteless In-Flight Religious Musical. Yeah. <laughs> musical. said, a video's gone viral of a Christian musical performance on a flight, and then in parentheses, a pathetic display of skill <laughs> and of courtesy, I might add. Well, I was reading all of the different comments of, of people saying, um, well, I'm a Christian, but I would never do that to people trapped in a plane. That's not you nice. You get the exact opposite effect. Um, another article, their headline was, PSA, please don't play your guitar and sing on an airplane. Mm-hmm. So plenty of places were ticked. And then they also, some of the comments People wrote were, I demand my fare back, which I don't disagree. Uh, Homie and blue plaid going to (laughs) punch the spirit out of the guitarist. There was a guy there with a face (laughs) on his face that didn't seem to like it. Approve it all. (laughs) Another one said, blue shirt guy is two seconds away from jumping out of that plane. Someone else said, I hope this lands them on a no-fly list. Yeah. But briefly about this Jack Lynn's guy, would you be shocked that he attended the Bethel School 
first supernatural ministry, which we've talked about before. (laughs) Just putting the word supernatural in there cracks me up. And guess what he also is? No. He's the CEO of Lead Legacy, helping real estate agents generate hundreds of qualified leads monthly. Oh, I don't care for that. (laughs) No, no. So he's sort of, you know, again, we've got sort of like this wheeler dealer. I'm going to make money. I'm 25. I'm really idealistic. We knew this guy. This is the guy that we all went to, like college or whatever, who's really intense. And then you don't hear from him for like a year. And then he gets really intense again. (laughs) And you're like, what were you doing that year? And he's like, cocaine. (laughs) You know, like just the pendulum swing is so, so fierce. So um, the the congressional woman, um, Marjorie. Oh, not even her. No, Ilhan Omar, who's Muslim. She tweeted out about the video. She said, I think my family and I should have a prayer session. Next time we're on a plane, how do you think that will end? Yeah. Well, guess what? Several Republican candidates were very upset at that and accused her of hating Christianity. Persecuted! (laughs) That's it. That's it. You bring in logic and just say something, and it's like, you hate Christianity. Yep. Those poor persecuted white Christians. I sort of, you know, I'm never... I'm never on these planes and all this, but I wish I wish I was. We'll no, see. you don't. <laughs> I know. I know. Because I would be, if I said something against it, then people be looking at me. Anyway, that's it for Church Bulletin. Was there a lot more shitty things that happened? Of course. But we don't talk about the gross things that are being done (laughs) weekly by youth ministers who get arrested. We just talk about the crazy fun stuff. All right, guys. So check us out on the uh, social, the sock mad. Check us out on the sock mad social media. Um, And and we will catch you on the flip side. We, We love you. And... Watch out for dislocated shoulders. It could be the death of you. <laughs> Don't be a shit pile. Goodbye. Bye.